Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. Hello from Sleepyhead Stories. Sleepyhead Stories, and we are back again tonight with another book. And this one is called Sarah Bella's Thinking Cap by Judy Schachner. And I won lots of trophies. Oh, you sh- Conchetta said she won lots of trophies today in our pretend car race. <laughs> okay, so we're going to read a book called Sarah Bella's Thinking Cap. And it has really great illustrations, but I am not sure who the illustrator is. Maybe it's the author herself. Anyways, it's a it's a really pretty uh, book, and it's a book about daydreaming. Hmm? Here we go. Sarah Bella had no time for a small talk. In fact, she never talked much at all because she was too busy thinking. She thought about big things. And small things. And oodles of in-between things, like ants and uncles and doodles of poodles. (laughs) Pinky's thoughts would remain a mystery, but there was nothing mysterious about her family. Her cat's name is Pinky. I probably should have mentioned that. They loved puppets, painting pictures, and playing guitar. Most of all, they loved Sarah Bella just the way she was, with her feet on the ground and her head in the clouds. What does it mean to have your head in the clouds, you think? It means that, that, that you, um, do you want me to help you? So to have your head in the clouds means it's a saying. It doesn't mean literally that your head is in the clouds. It means like you thinking a lot. You you dream up things in your head a lot. Like pretend. It, it okay? means like you're dreaming your heads a lot. But you're but you're awake. You're not really dreaming. You're not asleep. Okay? Yeah. All right. To Sarah Bella, there was nowhere she would rather be than dreaming of painted ponies racing across the sky. Some ideas came as a complete surprise to her, while other notions were coddled and cared for like rare plants in a well-loved garden. There was never a doubt that Sarah Bella had a green thumb for thinking. The problem was, no one ever knew what she was thinking about. Hmm. Her teacher, Mr. Fantosi, had a knack for knowing just what Sarah Bella wasn't thinking about, and that was schoolwork. Sometimes all it took was a word, a sound, or the scent of Samantha's magic markers to carry her thoughts away. And that's when Mr. F, who was really very nice, had to send her home with another note, and this made Sarah Bella feel terrible. 
The notes never upset her parents because once upon a time they got sent home with notes too. Really, said Sarabella. Really, replied her mom. You have daydreams in your DNA. And there's pictures of some notes that were sent home with Sarabella from her teacher on the page. And they say things like, Sarabella needs to find a way to focus and finish her work on time. Sarabella is well-behaved and thoughtful, but her head is in the clouds. She needs a pair of heavy shoes. Dear parents, Sarabella disappeared today. Must learn to focus. They say things like that. At home, at bedtime, Sarabella cuddled up with her big sister, Cece. Like in your class, Cece. Yeah. I wish I knew I had I wish I knew how to focus said Sarabella. It's easy said Cece. All you have to do is take deep breaths and squint. At school the next day, Sarabella followed her sister's advice, but all she got was a dizzy spell and a visit to the school nurse for an eye test. <laughs> One night during a math facts memorizing meltdown, a bear of a thought dropped by for a chat. I have a good head for numbers, he said. I can see that, replied Sarabella. Keep me in mind if you ever need help, said the bear. I'll consider it, said Sarabella. And that was her first mistake. The second was taking the bear to school the next day. I sure hope you left room in your head for math facts, said her sister. There was always room in Sarabella's brain for one more tantalizing thought. Just not math facts. <laughs> By the time they arrived in class, the bear had fallen asleep, but waiting in the wings was an odd flock of birds who didn't know the difference between an egg and the number eight. That's when she heard Mr. F calling her nickname. Earth to cerebellum, he said. A penny for your thoughts. She's not thinking, said Russell. She's daydreaming. Daydreaming is an awesome kind of thinking, said Mr. F but not during class. Hmm. That afternoon, Sarabella stayed in at recess to catch up on her work. She liked sitting at the round table in the quiet room. I know you can do this, Sarabella, said Mr. F, hand handing her the very last quiz. Just put your thinking cap on and focus. Sarabella began to imagine what her thinking cap might look like. And then she turned back to her papers. Right before the bell rang, Mr. F had Sarabella hand out the weekend assignment. They were always something fun. What do you think, Sarabella asked Mr. F. An otter popped into her mind. But that was just the first thing. <laughs> before she even got home, kissed Pinky, and put on her comfy bunny slippers, Sarabella had already thought of a thousand extraordinary things. By dinner time, she run out of paper, had an upset tummy, and a great big mess on her hands. Wow, look at all the drawings she made. That night, just as Sarabella was about to give up, a whale of a thought appeared on the horizon. The closer it got, the more beautiful it became. That's a beautiful whale. Hmm. It has eyes. I know. And thought it was the most enormous creature she had ever seen, Sarabella felt unafraid. Do you know what I think? asked the whale. 
I think you, I think, sorry, I can see what you think, replied Sarabella. And so should everyone else, said the whale. To share it, you've got to wear it. What does that mean, you think? To share it, you've got to wear it. Then the whale. It means, it means, it means like you, you don't want to be scared of big things. <laughs> okay. I think it means a little bit more like to share it, you've got to wear it. Meaning, if you want people to know something about you, you've got to wear that on the outside so people can know. Not keep it all in your head. But let's see. Then the whale blew Sarabella a kiss before she swam off. Hmm. Mm. This gave Sarabella an idea. She found a brown paper bag and a ruler for measuring. Then she rounded up some old magazines, pretty papers, pencils, pastels, stickers, and stamps, along with her favorite drawings. For the rest of the night, she clipped and colored, pasted and painted until her project was done. Monday morning, everyone was eager to share their weekend project. A penny for your thoughts, said Mr. F, as the kids sat crisscross applesauce on the floor. Who's going first? To surprise to the surprise of all, it was Sarabella. If you want to share it, she said, standing up in front of the class, you've just got to wear it. <gasps> Let's see what she's going to do. And that's exactly what Sarabella did when she placed the most spectacular collection of doodles and daydreams right on top of her head. So that's what you've been thinking. The kids were in awe. Laura saw unicorns, and Xavier saw planets. Dylan saw a cat and a snake and a feather, while Nate reported seeing clouds with a touch of bad weather. A penny for your thoughts, Mr. F, said Sarabella. I think, he said with a smile, your thoughts are worth more than all the pennies in the world. On Tuesday, Bob t came to school wearing a thinking cap of his own. Sarabella really liked it. We have a lot in common, said Bob. My thoughts exactly, agreed Sarabella. So look, they both have, she inspired Bob to make his own thinking cap. And the thinking cap has all the things that go on in her head, like her, some of her favorite thoughts on the outside. What'd you think about that one? I liked it. I liked that um, it was about... I like the part when she first had the same things on his head to say and she... Yeah, when at the end, the last page, when her and, the, and her friend at school both had thinking caps yeah. together. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. I like it. I like that it, it addresses kids that daydream because... Um, they're just as, as successful and smart as everyone else. You just have to get creative in how you help them out. Right, hon? Right. Now can you listen to my story? Okay. Now, I'm gonna, now guys, we're gonna, I got to let you go. We got to let you go because I'm going to listen to Conchetta read me the story back. So we say good night to everyone. Good night. Good night. We wish you a good night from Sleepyhead Stories. Bye-bye. Hi guys, 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. This is Corey here, and we just wanted to thank you guys for all the recent positivity and support we've been getting. We truly appreciate it. If you're listening to us here on Anchor, please feel free to favorite our podcast or give us some applause or even drop us a message asking us to read a certain book you'd like to hear or just to say hello, and we may add it to our show. We are now available on all major streaming podcast platforms, so we're really excited about that. And if you haven't done so already, please check out our Instagram page at Sleepyhead Stories, where we post a picture of every book we read. And finally, we've added a support this podcast button onto our page here on Anchor. And that just gives you guys the ability to make a small monthly donation if you feel to do so that will help support this podcast. And those funds would go toward the buying of books for future episodes and other preschool learning material. So we would appreciate that. But of course, we don't expect it. There's other, many other ways you can support this podcast by sharing, liking, applause, things like that. So again, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great day or night.